What's up, Rudy fam? Hey, y'all. We back at it again. So good. Um, can you believe what Starbucks did this week? What? They have decided to release the pumpkin spice latte early this year. Mm-mm. Early. I don't, Why? I, honestly, I'm not really sure. But what I do know is that I think that they thought that it was going to make people feel better because it's like, oh, the year's been so tough. We're bringing you one of the things that you love earlier. But it's like by starting it earlier, now you're making the seasons feel really weird. So then fall's going to feel like forever. And then it's just going to feel like everything's dragging on even more. And now we're reminded that we spent half the year at home. Ex- Thank you, I, Starbucks, for so something much. no one asks for, period. <laughs> nobody asks for Literally no one. Nobody. Uh, literally <laughs> no one. Well, welcome, y'all, to the Rooted Life Podcast, where we believe in worship and witness, because the more we know God, the better we reflect him. And here we keep it real with y'all by sharing all of our business mm. and also sharing some practical ways that we can all strengthen our faith. So, Mo, tell us about your week. Glows and grows. Well, this week, surprise, surprise, I just think I have glows. Like Okay, glows. <laughs> We've done a podcast for a year and I've never had a week where it's like, you know what? I love that. I think, okay, Morgan, Mm -hmm, like we mm -hmm. did okay. And I think y'all, I challenged myself to have last week to have one day of not complaining with work. I cried about eight times uh, because I felt like I was about to explode. I was like, God, I'm so Mm -mm. grateful. Grateful. (laughs) I read a devotion that was like, turn everything into praise. And I was like, so every complaint I have, I was like, I'm really thankful for this job. (laughs) through gritted teeth teeth. literally driving crying like thank you for this job that's challenging me (laughs) but it was a glow because I didn't complain but it was it was very challenging and it helped me see how much I actually do complain Mm. about the very job that I once prayed and begged God for Mm, that's good here we are Turn it all to praise. I Got love that. To. Well, surprise, surprise. Uh, I have a glow this week as well. Okay, a solo can. glow week, um, which is which is a shock as well that we've been doing this for a year. Every week it's like, yep, fix that. And it's not that we don't have anything to fix. It's just like this was a pretty solid week. And I can appreciate that. Um, so this week I started to schedule things and I just I was knocking things out. Like and I also did this thing where in the morning, my very first prayer before I like looked at my calendar, figured out what to do for the day or planned anything. I was mm-hmm. just like, you know what, Lord, like, how do you want to use the day? And Ooh. I just really, I, and I, I didn't just say it. I fully was like, nope, I'm actually giving it to you. So like, if I don't get to something, I'm going to trust that I didn't need to get to it today. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made a difference. So like things that I didn't get to, I didn't stress, but everything that got done, I felt really good about. So, hey, hey love it. Look at that. I know. God showing out as usual. So last week uh, we talked about idolizing marriage. It was a really strong episode. It was stronger than I thought it was going to be. I'm going to be honest. I really enjoyed it. Um, We talked about how we can know if something is an idol in our lives. And really that's if we think we can never truly be happy without that thing. Mm. And so then a lot of us also, uh, we talked about how we can romanticize and idolize marriage because we think that there are just certain things that marriage offers that God cannot. And Mm. that's just, you know. Lies. Lies. We already talked about that. Lies, anyone? (laughs) So a lot of us are looking for marriage to improve our well-being, our lifestyle, or our relationship with God. And I really love this episode because in the beginning, you made that statement about like, if marriage is not your idol, then just replace it with whatever else you're putting on the throne Mm -hmm. of your heart. And I love that people could apply it in different ways. And in the end, we really just agreed that like what many of us are looking for in marriage, we can absolutely find in God. Period. Period. <laughs> Pearl. Okay. So today I'm excited. We're going to be talking about D&D, mm. which is Do Not Disturb. And so we've talked a lot this season. Actually, the whole season has been about like, how do you cultivate healthy and thriving 
friendships and romantic relationships. And I just feel like we would be remiss, mm. remiss, my SAT word, <laughs> if we didn't also provide some advice on types of people that we should actually be cautious of building relationship with. Mm. Hence the title D&D. So for some of y'all, if y'all don't know what that stands for, once again, it stands for Do Not Disturb. Mm. And so maybe Android people may not be familiar with this, but on an iPhone, there's this thing oh, that's gosh. a little moon, a, a little half moon. <laughs> I wasn't expecting those shots. The Android folks are listening like, dang, I just came to get I some I just wanted Jesus. to get some Jesus. Now you want to come for me? Shout out kidding. to my sister, Delicia. We still love you. We love all y'all Android iPhone. people. <laughs> We're kidding. We're kidding. JK. But not really. Not really. Okay. So it's basically this little half moon you can click, and it allows you to silence all of your notifications, phone calls, et cetera. So we're not saying you should just like silence these people completely out of your life. We're not saying be cruel or be unloving because above all, God has called us to love. What we are saying is that you need to be aware of warning signs. You need to be extremely prayerful Mm. and use some discernment and building relationships with these type of people. Yes, Father. So I know that some of y'all thinking, well, is this biblical? Uh, Duh. It wouldn't be the rooted life. Come on, give give them some Bible. Let's think about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus used discernment when it came to his inner circle. He allowed Judas to roll with him. He Mm -hmm. even washed Judas' feet. Let's not forget that. But when he had those intimate moments, when he healed that little girl, the transfiguration on the mountain, Mm -hmm. Judas wasn't up there with him. Mm -hmm. So although God had called Judas to Jesus, Judas did not make a good candidate to be in the inner circle. Mm. And so what we're saying is we do not believe that these type of people make the best candidate to be in your inner circle. So, yeah, be friends with them. But just be cautious in deciding whether you want to do and build your life with them. Mm, That is such good advice. And it's not about discounting these people, Mm -hmm. but recognizing what they're going to require of us Mm -hmm. and evaluating the cost. Is it worth getting Mm -hmm. in relationship with this person? Mm. So with that being said, our first D&D relationship is the imposter. Mm -hmm. So look, this type of person, they're going to show up pretending to be ready for something that they're not ready for, which is an open and honest relationship. They can't do it. And it's important for us to, we, we have to have our own criteria for like, what do I need in a relationship? That's yeah. the only way you can evaluate whether or not someone is showing up to meet your needs. Right. And we've talked about this season, things like clarity, consistency, humility, compassion. These are the baseline for what we want in Basic. relationships. And so imposters are going to show up saying all the right things. And they even going to seem like they doing the work. But here's how you know. When conflict arises Mm. and it's time to put that toolbox to use, Mm -hmm. they're going to run away from the discomfort of difficult Mm. conversations. And overall, these people are really just kind of unwilling or unable to fully show up in a relationship. Yeah, and I think that they're unwilling or unable because they just don't know how. Like, Mm. they're just so used to keeping up that facade, that imposter facade, that they probably haven't even spent enough time to be honest with themselves about who they are. So they can't be vulnerable and transparent with you because they don't even know themselves enough to be vulnerable and transparent with themselves. Mm. And that ends up, I think, creating a barrier where they can't actually be as close to people as they want to. Mm. Um, And so this can be kind of hard to spot because like you said, the imposter is saying all the right things. So how have you seen this show up in relationships? Well, I feel like in friendships, what often happens is like you can do relationship pretty seamlessly with these folks for Mm -hmm. a while. But then when conflict arises, in my experience, instead of bringing their feelings to you, you find that they may pull away or talk about the issues behind your back with other Mm. people. And unfortunately, I just feel like they don't really know how to communicate honestly and with clarity. And so when it's time to work through conflict, they're not really willing to be held accountable or even get to the root of the issue because it's so uncomfortable for them to really uncover, to your point, what it is 
that's actually happening beneath the scenes or behind the scenes. Um, and what I really realized is that someone who is not capable of going deeper based off of my standards of what a healthy friendship looks like, mm-hmm. I can be cool with you, but I can't really be like friends, friends no. with you. Um, and in romantic relationships, I think this is someone who shares their emotions, but they're not really willing to pay the price in their actions. So you mm. get a lot of mixed signals and they're saying that they feel for you in a certain way. But when it's time to demonstrate that with sacrificial love, which is equated to actions, then they just don't rise to the occasion. And I think a lot of times this person, they're doing boyfriend, girlfriend things like Uh taking you on dates, showing up for birthdays, getting physically involved with you. But they don't want to accept full boyfriend, girlfriend responsibilities like exclusivity, Mm. boundaries or the commitment of just protecting your heart. The basics. Um, So I think in both of these relationships, like we have to really evaluate commitment because commitment shows consistency. And Mm -hmm. so is this person consistently committed to communication, vulnerability and just showing up for you? Right. So what we can all do (laughs) to determine if we are in a relationship with an imposter, we can ask ourselves, are they truly committed to me and this relationship through the highs and the lows? Come on, highs and lows. Anybody can highs show commitment lows. when things are easy. Oh, that's real easy. Real commitment is when it's hard. Let's be honest. That's that's a word yeah. for in itself. I mean, yeah. for every relationship. Like, that's how you really know, can this relationship stand the test of time? Let something go down. Mm. Then we're going to know. I just feel like the Holy Spirit just read me. I was like, yeah, so in my relationship with you, mm. when things don't go right, how committed are you to this relationship? Yikes. Do I'm you like, just Holy dip Spirit. out or do you get petty? Do I get mad at God and stop talking to him? Come on. Do I lean into him? That's good. I didn't mean to get red, but the Holy Spirit had a word uh, for me. So I thought I would inevitable. share it with the people. Appreciate that. Okay. The second type of DND relationship to kind of avoid is the dial up friend or bae, mm. AKA they just never quite ready. So yes. for some of y'all, oh, I thought you were about to sing a song. Oh, no. I just <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you, you know a song? You just are so expecting of me to have a song for everything. Is I that, do be singing all the time, yeah, but you do. I didn't have one for that. Okay. No, I thought you were going to say, never could. And I was like, how oh, is she going to turn this one around? <laughs> go ahead. Okay. So for some of y'all older folks, a.k.a. millennials and older, there was a time where we had this thing called dial-up internet. Mm. God bless us. So you had to plug in the phone cord <laughs> into your computer, and the connection was so slow and so choppy. And mm. You were just sitting there looking at the web page, waiting for it to load. And it was frustrating. Mm. Um, but it's even more frustrating when you're in a relationship with this kind of person. Yes, the dial-up friend or dial-up bay is a type of person who is in a perpetual state of loading. <laughs> they always seem to be right on the brink of change, but they never quite make it. Morgan, let me just pause you right there. That's so good. I just can't even. <laughs> I can't. That is so good. They always seem to be getting there, but that circle don't never quite make it to never. the other side. Oh, my God. Girl, just... Ah, just a word for my life. Go ahead. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving (laughs) the word through me. Um, But as a result, you end up putting so much energy and effort to helping them arise to the occasion. And because they care about you and they don't want to lose you, they'll pay the lip service you need to hear and they'll promise they do better, but they never actually do it. Mm, mm, their actions mm. never match their words and you give them chance after chance but at the end you just end up exhausted and disappointed and they take all the chances you give them but they don't actually have any heart change Mm. any genuine commitment to changing Mm. and in friendships I think this looks like the kind of person that you're the one always pouring into them you're the one that's supporting financially Mm -hmm. emotionally spiritually in hopes that one day it'll just click but it doesn't Mm -hmm. and they call you to vent but they actually never take your advice Mm. and they don't actually reciprocate all that you pour into them or the relationship. And it ends up being kind of like that giver taker um, dynamic that pastor Gary talked about in sacred search, Mm -hmm. um, which is not healthy. And unfortunately, if you get in a romantic relationship with this kind of person, yeah, 
Y'all, they're going to be your whole ministry. Your sole ministry <laughs> your will be trying to help them load to be who God has called them to be when mm-hmm. they don't actually have that heart desire for themselves. Mm. And all of the gifts and artistry and talents that God has given you, I'm telling you from experience, it all gets stopped up. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're using all of your mental and emotional and spiritual energy to help hold this person up, to help them man- maintain, help the relationship maintain. So then you can't even like exert all the gifts that God has given you. Mm. And what happens is like you attempt to squeeze something out of them that they don't have yet. And as a result, they end up squeezing everything out of you. Yo, that line right there, like trying to squeeze something out of them that they don't have yet. I I can't tell you how much that resonates with me. <laughs> just trying. I mean, you're trying to get something that's just not, just not there, there. And you got to walk away. Like you it, really it, it just, it really doesn't work. Because I've thought, I think about in a friendship that I had like this, how many chances I gave mm-hmm. and how much it just ate away at me. Like, I feel like I'm still healing from that because I mm-hmm. gave it so much time and energy. And when you keep yourself caught up in something like that, you're just expending all this extra energy that to your point could be used in a healthy way for the kingdom. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So how do you know if you're in a relationship with a dial up person? How do we know? Simple question. Am I more invested in their growth and the growth of this relationship than they are. That's a mic drop right there. That's it. That's it. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was that was good, Holy Spirit. Ooh, y'all, Shout the out dial to you. Up. Uh, man, if you're if you're with the dial up, I just I'm gonna send we you some prayers right now. Because we've both been there and it is so exhausting. And I think what's I'm so tired. disappointing is you keep getting your hopes up. <laughs> the disappointment is so heartbreaking because you keep thinking, like, okay, this is it, man. We finally made it. Mm, then mm, they mm. do the same behavior, and same you're just thing. like you mad at them and you mad at yourself because you're like, well, how, why did I get my hopes up in this fool? Morgan, don't make me flip this table over, girl. Let me just move on to the next one. Okay. All right, all right. The next one is the forever young, y'all. Okay. Mm. So we've all been around these types of people. They prefer staying stuck in their old ways of mm-hmm. life when you're trying to move on. And they're really, really resistant to change. Uh -uh. And I think a lot of times these friends avoid growing up and they tend to have a lot of discouraging or judgmental comments for you Mm -hmm. when you want to grow up and do something different with your life. And whether it's picking up a new habit or if you want to refrain from indulging in particular behaviors or lifestyles, it seems like they just find it really difficult to celebrate you moving in a new direction in Mm -hmm. your life. And I think in friendships, this is often the person that is trying to relive the glory years. (laughs) And I'm not talking about the friends that just want to turn up for homecoming or if y'all want to listen to the college jams but forever young people always want to celebrate spend time together or catch up in a way that centers around habits environments or people that you've moved on from they just don't Mm -hmm. align with your values any longer Mm -hmm. and sometimes in these friendships there can also be this underlying jealous tone because they feel guilty for not making the necessary steps in their own life to grow and change yeah and I think what is so interesting about this one is it's really a mentality it's an immature Mm -hmm. mentality it's an inability to actually grow yeah immature they're mm-hmm. stuck in old ways and mm-hmm. it's like if there's a we posted something a while ago that was like old ways won't open new doors mm-hmm. and they keep doing the same old things but you trying to open up new doors and yeah. I think a lot of time God and I feel like what he's showing me is like you have to release those old ways mm-hmm. to take hold of the new ways mm-hmm. but you can't hold on to both nope you end up sacrificing the new for the old and it's just not worth it girl I thought you was about to preach the way you said God just then you said God I said <laughs> is she about to she about to start speaking in tongues God's 
<laughs> Ooh, but yes no that's so true like old ways are not gonna open new doors and so they're trying to do the same tired stuff mm-hmm. and similar to that in relationships romantically the forever young person can play one of two roles the first is that they love their single life so much mm. that they're using it as an excuse to refuse to settle down mm. so they may be engaging with you in some type of way hanging out going on dates and stuff but they, they never get close enough for actual commitment mm. and they're seeing their life as one never ending buffet of partners <laughs> and buffet. making plans to get serious later down the line quote unquote Mm. Um, and the second version of the forever young person is someone who if you are dating them they want to talk you out of your desire to change or convince you that whatever you want to do to change it's not serious enough like Mm. uh, you really don't need to change that's not that big of a deal and in both of these relationships the forever young mentality is going to slow down your progress Mm -hmm. to becoming your best self y'all I'm telling you from experience they will either cause you to question your desires to change or they're going to fail to give you the accountability and support that you need so that you can stay consistent and actually change. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, how do you know if you're in a relationship with a forever young person? Is their response to change a bridge or a barrier to your future best self? Wow. That's it. Honestly, that's a good question to ask for any relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so simple. Like, does this person help me get to my best self or do they prevent me? Yeah. That is, they need to be a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Let me mm. jot that down for future rooted life ideas. Yep, a bridge or a that. barrier. Bridge or ooh, that's good. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Uh, y'all don't steal that idea, okay? We had it first. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Lord, to be watching, it won't be as successful. Don't try. <laughs> <laughs> you said that with a straight face. You meant that. That's how you work. <laughs> Come on okay. down. The fourth D and D is the Sunday Christian. Mm, mm, ooh, child. Mm. <laughs> that's mm. yeah. Just, just get yeah. Let's it. just try to get into it. Let's try to let's try to make my way through this hard <laughs> one. This one is so hard to spot. I think because we we make this assumption if we've been taught, like if you go to church, you must walk with God. Come like, on. duh, you read the Bible, you you have a relationship. But, you know, in preparing for this, God gave me this great analogy. It's like knowing of someone and knowing them personally are two different things. Mm. I know of Oprah. I don't know Oprah Come personally. On. Just because I may go to a filming of the Oprah show mm-hmm. does not mean we have a relationship with one another. Excellent. Just because you go to church on Sunday does not mean that you are actually walking and talking with him. Mm. And so I think with that being said, this type of person appears to be rooted, aka mm. rooted in Christ, because they say all the right things. They appear to know God, but when you really examine their actions and their words, they don't bear any fruit. Mm. In fact, there ain't no soil, girl. There's no water. Dude, yeah. Ain't no sun. Dang, they the desert. <laughs> Just dry. Just dry. Mm, mm, and mm. I think it's so hard, again, because we are kind of conditioned to think about the Christian walk in such an external way about mm. people just checking a checklist. Yeah. But it's like, really, you're looking at people's heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to be able to see that they actually have a relationship with God. They're in communion with God outside of just on Sundays. Because honestly, for me, Sunday is the easiest day to be a Christian. Now, sure is. Catch me Monday at one. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, God, what? Let's talk about it. God who? Come on. <laughs> Um, so I think we all have to be cautious, honestly, of not just, you know, talking the talk, but actually walking the walk. Mm-hmm. And in friendships, again, this looks like someone who goes to church and maybe they even quote scriptures and maybe they even do a devotional. <laughs> but at the end of the day, when things get difficult, they don't bear any fruit because mm-hmm. they don't actually have a relationship with God, which is a necessity, which you need to be able to bear fruit. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think about our relationship a lot because like if I call you to vent or gossip and complain, you're going to, we're going to eventually get back to God. Now we might complain for an hour, but at the end mm-hmm. we're turning each other back to God. But this kind of friend who's just a Sunday Christian, the conversation never gears back to God Mm -hmm. and they're not able they're not actually equipped 
to be able to help you mature in your faith because they're not maturing or growing in their faith. Mm, and I think good. this shows up, you know, similarly in romantic relationships. And I think it's really hard to spot relationally when you're romantically involved because we're told to go to church to find somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and honestly, for me, like having a relationship with God is a very attractive quality. So mm-hmm. you're like, oh, you oh, you know God? Right. You, you can hear? spell Jesus? Hey. You must love him. Let's get married. Right. It's like, girl, no. And I think to that point, I, I read something on Instagram today. Someone had talked about when you cut a branch from a tree, how that branch can survive for a few days. Mm. like, And it actually seems like everything is fine. Mm. But eventually it ends up dry. And dies because it's not connected to the source. That's good. So if our source is God, it's real easy to see because you got to give people time. Because mm-hmm. in the That's beginning good. you engage with them and it's like, oh, they seem alive and healthy and mm-hmm. thriving. But give them a little bit of time. You'll be able to see if they dry up or not. Mm-hmm. And that actually goes for all the D&D mm-hmm. types of relationships. Give everybody some time. <laughs> give it some time. Give it some time. I so love it. How do you know if you're in a relationship with a Sunday Christian? You mm. can ask yourself this question. It's simple. Do their actions and words line up with the character of God? Mm. That's it. That's good. And of course, it's not going to be perfect. Like none of right. us are walking a perfect walk, but there should be some kind of evidence, some kind of fruit that God lives in their hearts. And I think, you know, you, you said a question that I thought was so good. And if you're dating someone, like ask them, mm-hmm. like, what is God teaching you right now? What mm-hmm. are you learning? It, can they answer that question? I feel like if, if you are walking with God, <laughs> you have a whole list. I got 10 things in my notes section right now that I could tell you what God is doing in my life that's because so I'm good. walking with him. Yeah, that's good. I feel like with all of these relationships, like we we wouldn't be doing the gospel justice if we didn't share that like you have to give people grace. So yeah, none of this is about persecuting people for Mm-mm. every time they make a mistake or every time they do something wrong. But I think if we want to be in more healthy and whole relationships, then we have to constantly be evaluating our current relationships mm-hmm. and the rising ones, the ones that are mm. on the, you know, we're about to become in relationship with someone or evaluating whether or not um, this is a good relationship for our lives. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to be obsessive about this, but we should be intentional about who we allow to have access to us because Mm -hmm. we become more like the people we hang around, period. And so we've got to pay attention to the signs. And if you see the signs of any of these four types, like you can just ask yourself these questions. Mm -hmm. And then Morgan's going to share some ways how you can deal with these folks. (laughs) But like ask yourself these questions honestly and answer them honestly so you can really evaluate the people in your life. And lastly, be sure to self-evaluate against these types. Like don't don't just be trying to judge everybody else Mm -hmm. against these, but... Put yourself up against these qualities as well, because you might have been listening today and realized maybe this is you. Mm. But the good thing about that, like you can identify it now. And as we seek God, he helps deal with the parts of us that are struggling. Mm, That's so sweet of him. He Mm -hmm. does do that. He sure Mm. does. So if you're in a relationship with these types of people or God has even called you to them, I think there's two things you can do that's important. Be intentional about how you show up for them Mm -hmm. so that you're not exerting an unhealthy amount of emotional, mental, and spiritual effort. And also be prayerful about how you can help them navigate their hurt because at the root of all of the different types of personalities, it's really just somebody who's really hurt. Mm -hmm. And so you want to have wisdom because you don't want to become their savior. Mm -hmm. You can't save them, but you can help them navigate the hurt by being a light in their lives. Mm. That's so good, Mo. Well, y'all, uh, this was such a good episode. I, I just know. I feel so full off yes. of this one. So if y'all are loving the podcast, be sure to drop us a review on Apple Podcasts. Like our girl, Kristen Michaela, who we're shouting out this week. She said that when she listens to the podcast, the spirit never fails to confirm what she's been Ooh. going through. Come on, confirmation. Yes. Wow, what a compliment. Love it. Okay, y'all, we want to know what y'all thought about this episode. It was a little different for us. I am mm-hmm. curious. Go ahead and screenshot it. 
post it tag us at rooted life podcast and y'all check us out on tuesday on ig live 6 30 p.m eastern time for tuesday talk with our girl lauren harper we'll be talking about her experiences with these <laughs> dnd relationships you cannot wait to hear that so we love y'all y'all stay rooted out here and we will see y'all next week for uh actually the last episode of the season <gasps> isn't that what? crazy episode 10 isn't that wow chill out no that's wild.